Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome everyone to episode number 90 from Delving into Islam podcast. This is your host, Wa'il. And it is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a privilege that I'm able to talk to you about the religion of Islam and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is allowing me to share my knowledge with you. Thank you so much for listening and participating and sending in all your questions and suggestions. And speaking of which, if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at delvingintoislam at gmail.com. Again, delvingintoislam at gmail.com and I will get back to you as soon as possible, inshallah. Uh, now, this podcast is for anyone, whether you are uh, remotely curious about the religion of Islam, or if you're thinking about becoming a Muslim, or if you just became a Muslim, uh, or if you've been a Muslim and you just want to learn more about Islam, this podcast is for you, inshallah. Uh, now, with that being said, let's get right into today's topic. And this is it. My dear brothers and sisters, this is the topic, this is the episode that many of you asked for that I've been actually dying to talk about. I mean, it comes second after the Day of Judgment, uh, but this is the topic that it's controversial for a lot of people, even, even you know, uh, in the Muslim community, minority, alhamdulillah, but still, it's, it's a con- because they don't understand it, which is destiny. A lot of people don't fully comprehend destiny. And that's why Muslims and non-Muslims alike, they struggle with the concept of destiny. The concept of destiny is such a complex topic. It's not an easy topic to talk about because our human minds can't fully comprehend it. And guess what? We were never meant to. So before we even talk about destiny, and this is going to take a couple of episodes, inshallah, you guys need to know that we will never fully understand destiny or you know if you want to call it predestination qadr so when you feel confused when you your mind takes you deep into trying to understand destiny and predestination let it go this is what the prophet actually tells us because not because islam is not explaining it well or it is a flaw in the exp- no 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 allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created certain things he told us the explanation that will keep us going and will keep our faith high inshallah but there are things that we can't comprehend with the human mind our human mind because Allah, you have to understand we our minds are limited to a lot of things that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created from them is predestination allah created the concept of predestination the thing of and there's a whole process of it that inshallah we'll talk about but again our human minds can't comprehend it fully. But Allah explained enough for us to keep going in this life without getting confused. The confusion comes when you try to overthink destiny. This is when the confusion comes. You have to understand that. Whatever Allah explains to us in the Quran and the Prophet ﷺ explains to us in the Sunnah is enough for us to live this life until the day we die, understanding destiny or predestination. But some people, of course, the human mind sometimes want to keep working, working. So some people just, you know, try to focus so much on how is it originated and the concept and why if I do this and what. And Allah answers a lot of that and answers enough for us to be satisfied and be content. But some parts Allah kept it for himself because at the end of the day, like one of the things Allah never answered in the Quran and Allah said in the Quran, I will never answer that question. 
the soul. No one knows anything about the soul. What is it made of? You know, how does it leave the body and come back? People were asking, Jewish rabbis asked the Prophet ﷺ to test him, if he was a prophet or not, about the soul. And Allah answers in the Quran, responds, tell them, it's something that belongs to Allah, one of Allah's secrets that I will never reveal. Again, the soul, people can't comprehend what is the soul. <laughs> Can you imagine? With this modern day, and Allah says that till the day of judgment. This is Allah's, also this is a miracle in the Quran. Allah saying, because think about it, 15, 1500 years ago, a lot of people discovered many things that are considered to be impossible for the people who lived 1500 years ago flying with the with airplanes and you know technologies and so forth and and, and medicine and but one of the things that Allah vows in the Quran that n- nobody will ever be able to discover the secret of is the soul Allah saying the soul is one of Allah's matters secret matters that will never be revealed to anybody on this earth this is Allah's challenge proof that Quran is the true book from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because guess what 1500 years later no one is even nearly it's all by the way speculations anything you hear about the soul and the, the nature of the soul this is all pure nobody cracked the code and according to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nobody will ever will so the destiny is, is something almost similar because destiny Allah gave us answers that should satisfy us until we die but there are things that Allah didn't answer didn't tell the Prophet ﷺ about, and he kept it, you know, as one of the secrets of destiny or predestination. In that case, as Muslims, we hear and we obey. Okay, O oh Allah, you give us what we need. We're going to take that. We're going to dissect it. And we're not going to overthink the other stuff that you never explained. That's the attitude of a believer. So again, let's go back to uh, the point, which is before we start explaining things, rest assured that Destiny or predestination was never meant to be fully understood because Allah wanted it to keep wanted to keep it that way. Now, you have two extremes when it comes to predestination. You have a group of people who believe that everything is destined. Everything is destined. We don't have the freedom of choice. Everything is meant to be, and we just follow orders. And by the way, this is the larger group that I've been encountering. Like even when uh, you know I post, you know, short videos explaining things in the Quran and, and so forth, uh, you find a lot of non-Muslims responding and they saying the same thing that I'm about to tell you, which is that they believe that if they sin or if they disbelieve, it's not their fault. They should not be punished. It was meant to be. Why do I have to be punished for something that I did not write it write upon myself? Because Allah wrote it, because we believe that Allah knows the future. He wrote the future. And I'll tell you why, what, what is the mistake they, they make when they claim that. So when Allah writes the future, He writes what we're supposed to do, because that's what destiny is, right? Everything is meant to be. And because everything is meant to be, we were meant, they're saying, we were meant to be disbelievers. Hence, why should we be punished? It's not our fault. It's not our fault that we were meant to be, we were born with our destiny to be disbelievers. You should not punish us for this. And when we sin, and some Muslims, alhamdulillah, also minority of the Muslims, believe that if they sin, it's meant to be. They should not be punished 
for sinning because they were always meant to sin. Why should they be punished for something that was always meant to be, you know, in their destiny or in their fate? And to that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, actually Allah addresses those people in the Quran and Allah said what? In, in two chapters actually, in the chapter of Nahl, verse number 35. Allah said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that those who disbelieved, talking about the disbelievers, will say, if Allah willed, if Allah wanted, we would be believers, we would, be, we would believe in him. If Allah willed, we wouldn't be disbelievers. Us, nor our you know, uh, parents, nor our grandparents, we would all have been believers. But Allah didn't want us. He, he made it our destiny to become disbelievers. And also in the chapter of Al-An'am, verse number 148, Allah said, Allah saying, those who disbelieved will say, if Allah willed, if Allah wanted, we wouldn't have never disbelieved. Nor our parents disbelieve, nor our grandparents. They basically, they say the same thing. So Allah knows what certain people will say. They will blame it on Allah. They will blame it on destiny. You know, it's like you committing a crime and you say, I was always meant to be, man. It's not my fault. I was meant to commit that crime. And you have the other extreme, which is that they believe that nothing is destined. There's no such thing as fate. There's no such thing as destiny. No predestination. We have a complete free will. And we completely do what we want. Destiny doesn't exist. We make our own destiny as we go. There's no such thing as destiny. There are like, there's nothing is written, basically. We just, the, you know, the writing happens as we uh, commit the actions. And of course, the truth lies between those two extremes. As we all know, it's always, alhamdulillah, our religion is never extreme, even when it comes to theories like this. Even when it comes to theories. Islam is always the logical explanation. It's in the middle. Destiny exists. Things are already written. But that doesn't mean that we don't have a free will. No, we do. Okay, so how does that work? Well, we'll talk about that. The process goes, and it's really that simple. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the future. We all agree on that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows everything that will happen until the day of judgment and beyond, of course. Like infinite future. Every single thing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows which one of us right here, right now, will go to hellfire and which one of us will go to heaven, to paradise? He knows. It's already written and it's not written because he chose it for us. This is the big mistake that those who claim that, you know, everything is destined, everything is, uh, it's not their fault. That's the big mistake they make. It's destined because it's based on our choices. But it's already written. Now, there are certain things that happen to us, not by us, to us that are also destined and written that Allah written upon us for, for it to happen. Again, let me make the distinction clear. We make actions. 
right? You guys are sitting right now listening to the podcast. Allah knows that in, in advance since before we were born. By the way, this moment right here, right now, you guys are listening right now. Allah knows about this moment. Allah knows about me recording this episode, talking to you about that specific topic take, you know, in, from that specific location and on that specific time. Allah knows about this 50, like for infinite. Allah knew, always knew this. You know, like, and, and Allah wrote it. The reason why I said 50,000, because Allah wrote it 50,000 years before the creation of existence. So before Allah created the heavens and earth and created us, by 50,000 years, Allah wrote what's going to happen in this existence and maybe other existences as well, other universes, we don't, stuff we do not know about because Allah didn't tell us everything, of course. Allah knew all of that and he wrote it down. So Allah knows the future. So think about it this way. And it's very simple. Wallahi, it's very simple. And walillahi al-mathal ala. I'm not trying to make anyone, uh, I'm not trying to compare Allah to anyone, of course. But think about it. Like one of these, you know, movies when you go to the future, you know, and you know certain things that will happen. You you witness the future, you traveled in time, you traveled to the future, you saw certain things happen, and you went, you came back to your present time. And while things are unfolding, you already saw it in the future, right? You already saw it in the future, so you know what's going to happen. So you wrote it down in your notebook. Okay, this is going to happen. This person will, you know, uh, do this. This person will get this job. This person is going to get married. This is exactly what's going to happen. You know, this person will die. This person was going to get born because you saw the future. You saw it happening. And you wrote it down in a notebook. Now, when someone comes and they realize that you have that notebook, does that mean you wrote their destiny for them? You made them, you forced them to do these things that you wrote down in your notebook? Absolutely not. They made their choices. You knew their choices because you saw it in the future. Now, I'm not trying to make a comparison, you know, like I said, between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and, and a normal human who would, you know, uh, you know, who would fall in this situation. But I'm just, you know, giving you a humanly example. Uh, so now let's go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah knows what we're going to do in the future. He knows. He saw it. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's, he's God. You know, he's the ultimate God. There's no other God but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he knows the future. He saw every little detail that will happen to us. And he wrote it down. Because it's our choices that, you know, made up that notebook, which is called the preserved tablet, Allahul Mahfuz. That's the book that Allah wrote or keeps even on writing things in it until this day. And we'll talk about why he keeps on writing until this day. But he wrote everything regarding destiny. He wrote it down on that in that book, Allah al-Mahfud, the preserved tablet. Now, so Allah knows which one of us will go to hellfire, which one of us will go to heaven. Now, there are certain things that happen to us, happen to us, that Allah wrote it upon us as a test or as something good or as something. So again, destiny is a combination between our actions. That's why I said it's in the middle. It's in the middle. It's in between the two extremes. It's definite. It's it's literally in the middle. The our, destiny is combined of our own actions and our choices, our own, you know, judgments, our own everything. It's our choices, plus things that Allah written upon us that will happen to us. Okay, so that's 
I think that 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 should be really clear, clear, right? Now, some people say, well, if if Allah knows who's going to go to hell and who's going to go to heaven, why should we even strive? Why should we even try? Think about it. Some people say, why should we even try? Well, because you don't know the future. Allah saw your how you how where you're going to end up. Allah saw that. Allah knows where you're going to end up. You know, Allah knows that you, you know, going to end up in, you know, either hell or heaven. Allah knows. Do you know? Do you know your own future? Do you know your own destiny? Nope. So you have to try your best to get the best outcome of your destiny. To get the best version of your destiny, your predestination, you have to try because you don't know. You can't assume, well, if Allah knows, then I don't have to try. And, you know, it's, well, guess what? If you don't try, that means it was always meant for you to go to hellfire. And to actually emphasize this 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 notion, uh, uh, in the time of Umar ibn al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him, when he took over and he became the Muslim ruler after, you know, the death of the Prophet and the death of Umar, uh, uh, the death of Abu Bakr, uh, Siddiq, he became the ruler of the Muslims and somebody happened to steal, um, you know, a lot of money from people who are in need, from Muslims who are in need. So he's about to be, to be punished. So when he was captured, when he was, you know, caught by the guards or whatever, and he was brought to Umar ibn Khattab, the guy said what? Oh, Umar, I was always meant to steal. It was my destiny. It was meant to be. It was written upon me to steal. Why do you want to punish me now? Do you see what he did? He was using the argument. Come on, man. It was, it's not my fault. He's basically saying that. It's not my fault. It was my destiny. So Umar ibn Khattab responds with the most profound response. He goes, and it's my destiny to punish you. No problem. I believe you. And guess what? You know what's else's destiny? Me punishing you. A very smart and a true, truthful response. If you're going to blame sinning or not worshipping Allah or disbelieving on Allah and saying this is destiny, well, guess what? Uh, what, else, what else is going to be your destiny? You going to hellfire. You being punished for your sins. It's also destiny. Same thing. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. So at the end of the day, you have to do your best to get the best outcome for yourself and your family, and your Muslim community. Why? Because you do not know the future. You can't sit lazy and say, well, if, if I'm meant to, you know, get a job, if I'm meant to get married, I'm just going to get married. It's going to happen. It's written. If it's written, it's written. And you don't do anything about it, then it's written for you to never have any of this. Simple. Same thing, like I said, when it comes to sinning, and worshiping Allah, and praying, and doing all these things. Strive. In life, Islam tells you about destiny, but at the same time, Islam tells you you do not know your own destiny, and this is something you'll never know. Knowing the future is something that belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and He gave some of it to some of His messengers and you know prophets. He told them some some things, like the Prophet, He told them about certain things that will happen in the future and on the day of judgment and all these things. You don't know anything. You average person, a human being, you don't know your future, you don't know anything about the future. Don't act like you know. So when you slack, when you become lazy, you don't want to do anything because you cl- you bl- want to blame it on destiny, then also it's your destiny to be miserable. It's your destiny to be punished. It's your destiny to have a really bad ending, you know, and, and, and God forbid, a bad eternal life. 
you know, a horrible eternal life, maybe in hellfire or something. So be aware. Do not use destiny to justify not, uh, you know, worshiping Allah, to justify sinning, to just to justify bad behavior. A Muslim, a believer, does not do that. Now, you are allowed actually to use destiny to justify a sin, to justify sinning in one specific case. In one specific case, which is when you already sinned. When you did something, you tried your best, you couldn't avoid the sin, you sinned, and it's in the past. Now, you, what you can say, instead of regretting what you did, because also regret is from shaitan. You should not regret anything that you did or happened to you in the past. You move on and you say it was always meant to be. This is the attitude of a believer. So let me, again, to make it very clear, you are allowed to use destiny to justify a sin only after you sinned, not before. So you, you don't go to the sin with the mentality, oh, I was always meant to sin, so I'm going to sin right now. Oh, you get punished. Unless you repent, of course, and all these things. But you're not playing games with Allah. For, but let's say you committed, you tried, you strived, you tried to you know, not sin, you tried to worship Allah the right way, you tried to pray, but you couldn't. And now it's in the past. Instead of you regretting and living in the past, the Muslim or the believer should not live in the past regretting what they did. So instead of doing that, you say it was always meant to be and inshallah I'm going to move on and I'm going to do better and I'm not going to allow it to happen in my future. That is the attitude of a believer. But you do not never use uh, uh, destiny or predestination to justify a sin you're about to commit or a sin that you're committing. So present or future, you're not allowed to use destiny in. While you're committing the sin or while you're doing something wrong or while you're not praying, you can't say, oh, I was never meant to be doing this. No, you can't. And you're about to do something wrong. Be like, well, it's written. Obviously, I'm about to do it. That means it's written. Well, it's your choice and you'll be punished for it. You know, it's that simple. Now, here's the outcome of you striving and trying your best because you don't know your, you know, your destiny or your, your future. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the chapter of Al-Layl, verse number 15, فَأَمَّا Allah simply saying those who spend for the sake of Allah they do good deeds they try their best Allah will facilitate their path to Jannah to paradise and those who don't want to pay charity for the sake of Allah who literally don't don't care about the day of judgment don't care about what happens to them they don't they commit sins they don't commit good deeds and Allah will actually even make it worse for them he will facilitate their path to hellfire because you're not good from the heart you have evil heart you don't want to do something good so Allah will help you with that as well now you have to understand that destiny forms from Allah's knowledge and there's a beautiful quote that I'm going to say it in Arabic and then I'm going to explain it in English. It says that Allah ya'lamu ma kana wa ma ka'in wa ma sayakunu wa ma lam yakun wa ma laysa ka'in wa ma lan yakun. Of course, there's a lot of, I know for those of you who don't understand Arabic, this is a lot of words, but it's very simple. Look at this and, and think about it. Wallahi, it gives you peacefulness and, and like you feel peace in your heart knowing 
the level of Allah's knowledge because you know you're in safe hands if you follow Allah's guidance. Allah knows what was and what is and what will be and what will never be and what isn't and what wasn't. Again, Allah knows what is and what isn't. Two things. Allah knows what was and what wasn't. And Allah knows what will be and what won't be. Let me explain this beautiful, beautiful phrase. Allah knows the past. He knows what happened in the past. Things that you might have even never heard of. Things in the past. And things you've heard of. Things. So Allah knew that he, he knew it before it happened. And now he knows it. And it doesn't go from Allah's memory. It's written and Allah remembers it because he's Allah. He's God. And Allah knows what wasn't. What does that mean? Tell you. This comes to us when people say, oh, if I did that, things would be different. Guess what? Allah actually saw that version of you doing that thing that you didn't do. Again, I'll, I'll, let me give you a live example. Let's say that you applied for a job, you didn't get the job, and then you applied for a new job and you got the new job. You're not that happy with the new job, so you say, oh, if I got that job, that old job, oh man, that I applied for, my life would have been completely different. Guess what Allah knows? Allah knows what would have happened if you got that job. Allah knows that. Allah saw that path. Can you imagine? Allah knows that. It's crazy, right? And that's why Allah did not make it happen to you. You tried your best, right? Because that's, again, our actions form our destiny plus so it's our actions plus allah's willing for things to happen things that allah you know cause it to happen to us for example you do your best right and you go to a job interview whether you get the job or not is a combination between your effort and allah's will for you to get that job or not because at the end of the day you could do your best and you still not get the interview because uh, get the job because somebody else is better or they just didn't like you. This comes this is up to Allah, right? But your effort also was a big factor. It literally it's like 50-50. Your efforts with Allah's results. You do your best. You don't know the future. You do your best, and when it comes to the results, this is what's written upon you. Allah gives you what is written upon you. Again, a combination between your actions and Allah's will. So again, let's go back to the past. You didn't get that job at that company that you really wanted to work at. Didn't happen, didn't work out. So you say, well, it was not meant to be. But Allah actually knows if you got that job, how your life would have been. So he shifted it to make you get accepted at that new job. Maybe it was better for you. Maybe the new job is harder. So it's a test for you. And if you pass the test Oh, glad tidings, remember? If you pass that test, glad tidings. Best of things are waiting for you if you're patient, you know, or if you pass a test that Allah gave you. So think about it this way. Allah knows what was, Allah knows the past, and Allah knows what wasn't. Things that didn't happen, were you thought it was supposed to happen, but Allah knows the, all the roads not taken. Let me put it to you this way. Allah knows the roads taken and the roads not taken. SubhanAllah. It's Allah's ultimate wisdom and Allah's ultimate knowledge. Not ultimate knowledge, infinite knowledge. 
And Allah knows what is. Allah knows what's happening right now with every single creature, with every single thing. I'll give you an example. Allah knows the number of leaves that fall off every single tree on this earth. Allah knows the number. What the trees look like, what the leaves look like, what the color, the season, the timing. Allah knows that. It's that crazy. Subhanallah, it's God. Subhanallah. Worthy of our worship. Worthy of our respect. This is Allah. Look at His knowledge. Subhanallah. Allah knows this. Allah knows what is and what isn't. The things that are happening right now, and again, the roads not taken that we didn't take right now, currently, that we could have taken, but we didn't. Allah knows that as well. And um, lastly, Allah knows what's going to be, hence our future, or what's not going to happen. So the roads that you won't take, Allah knows about them as well. So rest assured, as long as you do your best, you leave the results up to Allah, He will give you the best results. And even if it doesn't look like it, that means it's a test from Allah. Do not fail that test. Be patient. Don't you feel crazy like, subhanAllah, like safe? Allah knows everything. Everything. What's supposed to be and what's not supposed to be. What's The roads are taken and the roads that are not taken. The roads that will be taken and the roads that won't be taken. Allah knows all of it, subhanAllah. All of it. Unbelievable, subhanAllah. Now, let's move on to another level. So now we talked about Allah's knowledge. We, we'll talk about that in detail, by the way. But here comes Allah's will. Like I said, Allah knows what will happen, what won't happen, all this ultimate and infinite knowledge. But Allah also has to will for everything to happen. Let me give you a very tiny example. The sun rises every morning, right? The sun doesn't rise until it takes Allah's permission. Can you imagine? You To you, this is, uh, you know, a very routine, you know, thing. To, this is like the norm. This is the norm. Sun rises every day and sets every day on a specific time. Sunrise and sunset. This happens every day. This is nature. It's a very natural course to happen, you know. A very natural process. No. Allah has to will for the sun to rise every morning. The sun has to take permission from Allah to rise. It has to take permission to set. Same thing for the moon. Same thing for the trees. Same thing for the rivers to flow. All of nature. Us too. Allah has, when you go to sleep, Allah has to will for you to wake up. That's why a lot of people don't wake up from their sleep. They just die while they're sleeping because Allah didn't will for them to wake up. Allah wanted their life to end while they're asleep. Everything, and I mean literally everything, must take permission. Whether that thing knows or not. Like, for example, you have to take permission from Allah to exist. You don't take the permission like formally. You don't know that. You don't see it happening. Your body and your soul do take that permission. You just don't know about it yet. Now you do. Now you do. So again, Allah has to will for everything to happen for this universe, for this existence to function, to you know, to go through the process, the daily process. Everything, every little thing, the virus, the ad, everything you can imagine takes permission from Allah to do its, you know, function in the world, in this existence.
sun, moon, the, the mountains, oceans. They, everything happens. Your day starts by the will of Allah. Just to put it to you, it's crazy. You take it for granted. You think this is natural. This happens. No permissions are taken. Come on. This is, you know, day happens, uh, evening happens, night happens, and that's it. No. <laughs> Your day is constantly taking permission from Allah to actually keep going, to process. Isn't it? It's crazy, subhanAllah. It's crazy. Now, Allah tells us certain things like for example like we said everything has written Allah knows the future Allah knows what he written upon you and what you will do combination is the predestination or destiny he he, he wrote it down in the preserved tablet the lawhul mahfuz 50000 years before the creation of this existence right we talked about this but the reason why we need to know this and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us this is for example this verse the chapter of dhariyat verse number 22 Allah said, Your provision is written is written in the sky, in the, in the heavens. What does that mean? In the Lawhul Mahfud. Allah means the preserved tablet. So Allah saying, In the preserved tablet, your provision is written already. So calm down. Relax. Do your best. Again, like I said, strive. Do your best. You don't know what's your provision, right? You don't know if you're going to be rich or not. You don't know that fact. So you try to get money as much as you can to, you know, to have enough money for you and your family to live comfortably. We all try to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. But Allah's telling you that amount is already written. You're not, don't think, so Allah's basically telling us, don't go crazy. Don't do anything that, that are unlawful. Don't do anything that are haram to try to get more provision because you'll never get more than what's written for you to get. Allah's telling you this. So calm down, relax. Do everything in a good way. You can strive, you can work hard. It, it, it's all up to you. But at the end of the day, don't do anything haram because don't think that you're going to get Allah's provision by doing something haram because Allah is the one written that provision for you. So Allah's basically telling you, calm down, don't do anything haram, don't do anything unlawful, don't stress out, don't, you know, like uh, uh, sacrifice family for provision because you'll never get more than what's written for you to get. It's written in the These are one of the things that no matter how hard you work, Allah ordained a specific amount of provision, a specific amount of income, a specific amount of wealth to come to your house or to come to you. Simple. So now you guys see why Allah is telling us certain things about destiny to live with a, you know, a peace of mind. To have peace in our hearts, to know that certain things are written upon us no matter what we do, and certain things are, uh, you know, considered to be results of our own actions. Whether it's one or the other, or it's a combination of both. If it's in the past, don't start regretting. Don't keep on regretting. Say it was meant to be, and you say the word "qadr Allah wa ma'ashafal." Allah willed for this to happen, then it happened. Because guess what? Even if it's your actions, by the way, this is something I didn't mention. Even if it, the, whatever happened to you is according to your own actions, Allah also willed for it to happen. So Allah gave that permission. I said, Allah has to give His will, His permission to every specific or single thing that happens in this existence. Now, we have to believe in three basic things. And I'm going to end this with that because like I said, this is going to be very long uh, uh, we're going to get into a lot of detail inshallah in the future but like I'm going to end this episode with something very very simple which is 
as a believer, you have to believe in three things when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and destiny. That number one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows everything that will happen in the future. Right? We, we know that He knows the, basically Allah's knowledge. Allah knows the past, knows the present, what's happening, what's not happening. Allah knows everything. But we're talking about, because the main component that people are concerned about when it comes to destiny is the future, not the past. People don't want to know about destiny because of the past. They always want to know about destiny because of the future. So you have to understand that Allah knows everything that we will do and that will happen to us. Number two, Allah recorded everything in the preserved tablet 50,000 years before the creation of this existence. And Allah created you to fulfill your own destiny, which is a combination of your choices plus things that are ordained upon you. Again, again, it's a very logical formula. Allah knows what you're going to do. Before you were created, we said 50,000 years before existence. Allah knew that. Allah knows everything. What's going to happen to you, what you will do as a human being. Then Allah wrote it down. Before it happened. Now, Allah created you to fulfill it. Simple. Do you understand? This is very, I know a lot of people could get a little confused. Allah doesn't force us to do, Allah doesn't force us to choose. We choose, Allah knows our choices in advance, 50,000 years before existence. He wrote it down already, 50,000 years before existence. And he created us to fulfill those uh, choices that we will make in the future. So it's all about Allah's knowledge of the future. Don't get confused. Again, it's very simple, Wallahi. Allah knows the future. He wrote it down. He created us to fulfill that future that He already knows. Because it's, it's if you think about it, it's like a circle. It's a circle. Allah knew what we'll do, wrote it down, created us to do it. Now, does He force us to do it? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Allah gave us the freedom of choice. Choice, not free will. And here's the big distinction. Free will, that means you could do anything even if it's impossible or even if Allah didn't ordain it upon you. No, we cannot do that. But Allah gives us choices. That's part of the destiny as well. Allah gives you the choices between two or three or four jobs, specifically those four jobs. Those are your choices. In that realm of choices, you have the freedom to choose. Now, some people might say, well, but that's not fair. What do you mean? That's not fair because Allah, what if Allah didn't choose, didn't put one of the choices for me to be a good person? No, it's always there. Allah said that in the Quran. Every single human being will know what's right and what's wrong. What is the right religion? What's It will be presented to you. Now you accepting it or not, this is up to your heart. This is up to your upbringing. All these things. These are your factors that you and your ancestors created. I'm talking about if you don't accept Islam, for example, or if you do. Right, So Allah will show you the truth So don't say Allah didn't give me the choice to be a good person That is very wrong Allah always gives you the, cho- the choice to be a good person If you reject it, you reject it If you have a bad heart If you have a bad Remember, let me, let me explain that verse When the Prophet his Remember when his uncle who was a disbeliever Died upon being a disbeliever Paganism And the Prophet wanted him to take the shahada Wanted him to say the testimony if it's so badly But he died what did Allah reveal to tell the Prophet that it's not up to you? Huh? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed uh, uh, You won't guide whomever you love. 
Allah guides whomever he wishes. But then Allah says what at the end of the verse? Because if you stop at then, at there, if you stop the verse and you don't complete it, that means Allah choose, chooses and favorites. And guess what? Even if he does, you have no right to tell Allah who, because he created us. He owns us. We belong to Allah. So he has the absolute right to do with us or to choose from us who would be saved and who won't. But Allah is not like that. Allah is the ultimate just. And that's another reason why we should be happy and feel safe in the hands of Allah. Because Allah ends the verse with what? Wallah, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what's in the hearts. He's telling you, relax. Don't worry. I know who deserves to be saved and who doesn't. So all you have to do, purify your heart. Try your best. And you will be from those, inshallah, who will be saved. You will be the, from those who will be forgiven, inshallah. Simple. Simple. So that is destiny. And this is, again, a little intro, uh, but I hope we learned a lot from it. And inshallah, we will get into the process of destiny, which will be, you know, Allah's knowledge, then he, him writing. We're going to take talk a lot about the actual process of, you know, uh, destiny. Thank you so much for listening. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.